You want to bet like the Not For The Bay podcast? Go sign up with BetUS Sportsbook, where you can get in the game. Provides multiple sports, online casino, and live betting. Has easy deposits, fast payouts, so sign up today using promo code NFD to receive 125% in bonuses. BetUS. Bet wherever, whenever. On today's episode of the Not For The Bay podcast, we will be discussing the blockbuster trade in the NBA with the Utah Jazz and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Russell Wilson's contract extension with the Denver Broncos and how that could possibly affect the other contracts that could be contract negotiations that could possibly coming up later on during the season. But first things first, Side and L is going to get us right with our new intro song. Ain't no love lost, I'll just move how I move Jockin' for position, I fight in L2 Whoa, I got these niggas rattled, got these bitches so low Tell them on the tone while she blow on my flow I got biggie dreams, give me, give me the low Don't put no selling on me, I'ma shoot through the roof Every day I wake up, I'm tryna blow it down The speakers knockin' weed, hittin' while I move through the town I discover what it's like to say, fuck it You can look me in my eyes and you know I'm up to something Took a little minute, but I like who I'm becoming. Alright, it's 10 p.m. Eastern Time on the dot Thursday, Thursday evening If anybody could ask for a more action-packed show today, it's me uh, Big things to talk about today The blockbuster trade in the NBA between the Utah Jazz and the Cleveland Cavaliers uh, Russell Wilson's a big contract uh, How that also affects Lamar Jackson and his possibility of getting his big contract. Uh, we're going to touch on a little bit onto the Detroit Lions hard knocks. Um, but first things first, though, first things first, uh, shout out to Silent L for providing us with a wonderful new intro. Uh, the song is called How I Move. I'm going to sure to leave all the links in the description. Uh, for you guys to go ahead and check it out. Um, I believe it's on Spotify and all, all major streaming platforms. So shoot, you should be able to download it and listen to it. Uh, be sure to go ahead and like it too as well. So shout out to Silent L for our new intro song, How I Move. Uh, real quick, I wanted to get the audience's opinion. So I think we already discussed one of the one of the fantasy teams that I have where I ended up making a trade with a, with another, with another team in the fantasy league where I ended up sending Mike Evans, Mike Evans and Ramon, uh, Ramon, I can never pronounce that correctly. Ramondre Stevenson in return for Travis Etienne and, and, and Tyler Boyd. Personally, this, this is, this is, this is, there's a method to my madness here. Like I need, when we end up coming out with like, two flexes in some of these fantasy leagues. Like I feel like it's a requirement for you to have at least you need to put, you need to put running backs in those flex spots. That's just my honest opinion, because I feel like it's almost impossible for you not to walk away with any type of fantasy points when you have those kind of players in the lineup. And I've, and I'm, I'm going to tell you when we ended up making the draft, it was a keeper's draft. And I, almost everybody kept their number one their first round draft pick so i'm i'm expecting my pick to come around because i had the last pick and i have like we have the last pick you have the first pick in the next round so 
I'm expecting my phone to vibrate as, and I'm going to know what it's going to be my next pick. But it turns out it didn't end up vibrating, end up drafting Mike Evans in the second round, which I was extremely upset with that because, again, I like to get my running backs out the way. Like, I feel like running backs are the hardest kind of players to find in fantasy. You definitely want to stock up on those, those kind of players early. So you won't have those issues later. So that's how I ended up being in that type of situation where it kind of like messed up my whole draft because then I ended up having to draft a quarterback a little bit earlier than what I was intending to draft, where I ended up taking Kyler Murray, which mm, I had it was a toss up. What either I was going to take Kyler Murray or was I going to take or I was going to take um <clears throat> who else was on the board? I think Lamar was gone. Um, Jalen Hurts. That's who it was. Jalen Hurts. He was either. Kyler or Jalen, and I think I'm going. To, I think I prefer I prefer Kyler. Uh, I, again, you already guys already know how I feel about Jalen Hurts. Um, I feel like this is going to be his la- his last year if he cannot show that he could be he could lead the Philadelphia Eagles deep into the playoffs. Considering the fact they have multiple first round picks this year, uh, but yeah, let me know what you let me know what you think about that about that trade, um, and, and and get back to me. If I didn't say so already, be sure to go ahead and hit that like button, subscribe button, and uh, most definitely share it too as well. Follow us on our social media pages, Instagram, Twitter, and on our Facebook, TikTok. I guess we can go ahead and go with, go with the biggest news of the day, and that was uh, Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos agreeing to a five-year contract extension worth $245 million, and it's $165 million guaranteed. Now, Backtrack real fast. So 2021, Russell Wilson ended up missing some time due to a finger injury where the Seattle Seahawks ended up having an ending record of 7-10 and 10 and missing the playoffs, unfortunately. But he ended up passing for over 25 touchdowns and 3,000 yards. So it's still it's still pretty decent numbers uh, for, for, for Russell Wilson. So I feel like Russell Wilson has a lot left a lot left in the tank for him to get this five-year contract extension with the Denver Broncos. Um, so the trade was uh, the trade was the Seattle Seahawks were going to send we're going to be sending excuse me they're going to be receiving two first-round picks 2022 and 2023 a second round second round picks of 2022 and 2023 a 2022 fifth-round pick. And this is what the Seahawks, Seahawks were receiving. I'm sorry. And they was also going to receive Drew Locke and tight end Noah Fant and a defensive lineman Shelby Harris in exchange where they got in, in return was a 2022 fourth round pick. And they gave away, they gave Russell Wilson in, in the package as well. So still, when I look when I look at the trade, like I feel like it it it, it works out. It worked out for both parties. Um, unfortunately, Drew Locke didn't end up getting the starting job for the Seattle Seahawks. If they're going to go with Geno Smith starting Week One for the Seahawks, uh, no offense. I feel like that's going to be a wonderful acquisition for the Seahawks. Like they got some some pretty good weapons in Seattle, where you have Tyler Locke and you have DK Metcalf and 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 Noah Fant. So they, I think they should be solid there, but. Looking back at the trade, it's I feel like it's it's a it's a pretty it's a pretty even trade. Everybody everybody wins in this trade. Um, just going back to Russell Wilson, um, got a Super Bowl, got a Super Bowl under his belt with not with a 
went to the Pro Bowl nine times and has an overall record of 104, 53, and one. And the reason why we broke this thing down the way that we broke it down because it's 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 it affects it affects future quarterback quarterbacks in the future as far as them getting contract extension. So that would mean what we got coming up. We got we got Joe Burrow coming up. We got Justin Herbert coming up. I guess you could throw two in there it coming up like, and of course, Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson, obviously he's been in the contract and negotiations uh, with the Baltimore Ravens. And we've got multiple updates on that over the past several weeks. And it seems, it seems like the guaranteed money is the biggest issue. So when we look at, when we look at the, the contracts, the top, the top quarterback contracts in the league thus far, uh, we have Patrick Mahomes sitting at 450 million for the for the next 10 years. Josh Allen got a 258 million dollar deal for the next six years. Russ is now placed in third, making 245 million over the next five years. Kyler Murray is going to be making 230.5 million over the next five. And then Deshaun Watson is getting 230 million over the next five. And now annually, when you look at it. Aaron Rodgers leads the pack with 50.3 million. Then Russell Wilson is second with 49 million. Kyler is getting 46.1. Deshaun Watson is getting 46 million. And Patrick Mahomes is getting 45 million. Now, this is this is where this is where things get complicated for, for guys moving forward as far as the guaranteed contracts. That's where the players are trying to take take their their contracts now they want to make their contracts fully guaranteed and it all started with Kirk Cousins when he ended up signing that contract with the Minnesota Vikings a couple of years ago and it's because it's continuing to be a trend like we want to increase the guaranteed money but Deshaun Watson his contract is fully guaranteed with 230 million Kyler Murray has a 189.5 million dollar guaranteed contract uh, Russell Wilson has 165 $65 million dollar contract guarantee Aaron Rodgers got 150 0.8 million dollar guarantee and josh allen has 150 million dollar guarantee so when you look at it lamar jackson what what could possibly be lamar jackson's asking price for the baltimore ravens for him to be comfortable and the baltimore ravens could be content with it's again for the i think the biggest issue is the contract has to be guaranteed so it would have to be the contract would have to be in in total. The contract would have to be at least two hundred and thirty five million. In my opinion, two hundred and thirty five million, and the guarantees. The asking price, of course, is going to be the whole two hundred thirty five million. the The argument is Deshaun Watson with the the Cleveland Browns gave him the whole contract guaranteed but there were definitely rubber for cir- certain circumstances that came into play as far as the no trade package they, they had to get a reason to a reason for for Deshaun Watson to waive that no trade clause and they ended up doing it where when they ended when they ended up giving him the guaranteed contract so uh it's an uphill battle for the Baltimore Ravens and, and Lamar Jackson moving forward as far as them seeing eye to eye as far as the contract is concerned because I believe we are, what, less than two weeks away? Oh, shoot, less, uh, yeah, less than two weeks away now before we get to the, the, the week one opener. So knowing knowing the Baltimore Ravens, I guess I do read the comments, knowing the Baltimore Ravens, uh, they are not known for paying their quarterback 
outside of Joe Flacco as of late. Uh, I'm, I'm, I don't think they want to end up making that same mistake. Uh, but you already know how I feel about the whole situation with Lamar Jackson. I, I think it's a it's a big risk giving Lamar Jackson the guaranteed contract, considering the fact that he his 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 number is called what seventy five percent of the time for the Baltimore Ravens offense, whether it be passing the football, whether it be running the football. It's a big it's a big risk getting it giving him a fully guaranteed contract. And again, it's it's. I think I think the Baltimore Ravens are trying to engage with Lamar and be like, yo, like when you sit down and you look at you look at the the Russell Wilson deal, you look at the Kyler deal, like nobody's gonna be nobody's gonna be touching the fully guaranteed contract of two hundred and thirty million uh in in the near future. So it's a possibly like you could take you could possibly take maybe one ninety. Can you take can you take one ninety million guaranteed? Can we do that? Um, but it, it's it's going to be interesting because if he ends up playing out this season, the last year of his contract, and he ends up possibly getting hurt, I can see them. I can definitely see them not giving him a guaranteed contract moving forward, a fully guaranteed contract moving forward if he decides to sign an ex- extension with the Baltimore Ravens. And then I would think that they would possibly want to put the flat franchise tag on him until they end up working things out uh, with him after that. But it's 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 a definitely a, me- a messy situation, especially the fact that th- that Lamar Jackson is re- representing himself. And a lot of folks, a lot of folks say that it's not good to represent yourself, considering the fact like it's you got to take you got to take the personal aspect out of it. You got to you got to understand the actual market value and and you just got to know how to play the game. So in the NBA, like I said, we had a we had a big a big blockbuster trade today between the Utah Jazz and the Cleveland Cavaliers, where the Jazz, the Cleveland Cavaliers end up receiving Donovan Mitchell. In return, they ended up the the Utah Jazz ended up getting Laurie Markkinen, Ochai Ogbaji. And three first round picks and a pair and a pair of pick swaps along with Colin Sexton. Uh let's go ahead and let's go ahead and 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 and, and dive into Donovan Mitchell. So is time with the Utah Jazz. Average 23 points a game, four assists, four point two rebounds, one point three steals a game, shooting forty four point one percent from the field and 36% from the three-point line and him the past 5 years he's he's led the Utah Jazz to the to the playoffs um unfortunately i think well we all know what led to this whole this whole retool situation with the Utah Jazz is their their 4-2 series loss to the, Ma- the Dallas Mavericks especially because of the fact that Luka definitely Luka missed some time and the Utah Jazz were unable to capitalize on that opportunity and, and get a lead and get a series lead on the, on, on, on the uh, Dallas Mavericks. Now I like this trade for, for Cleveland because they Cleveland played such great defense last year when everybody was healthy. And I feel like also when they was playing, they was playing the playing game against the, the Brooklyn Nets, they, they just lacked 
a score, a, a, a guy that can just take a game over. And, and Donovan Mitchell definitely can do that. He can average almost 30 points a game, turns up in the playoffs and almost averaged almost 30 points a game. And I feel like he can do that for for the Cleveland Cavaliers. And uh, people knock his defense and it it I, I I don't I don't have a problem with this defense, honestly. He does take a lot take a lot of the bulk on the offensive side of the basketball, but I I, I don't think he's that bad at, at playing defense. And it again, it's it has always been rumored that Donovan Mitchell has was going to end up being traded out of the from the Utah Jazz at some point. So maybe he just checked out. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe he just checked out. But I feel like he would fit in. He would fit in quite well with the Cleveland Cavaliers, especially their style of basketball. They play defense first, and then of course they they the Cleveland Cavaliers get a guy that can go out there and get you a bucket, which every team definitely should 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 get one. Now on the Utah Jazz side of things, uh, they end up extending Colin Sexton, giving him a four-year, $72 million contract. Um, after they end up pulling the trigger on the trade, the $72 million is guaranteed on his contract. Uh, in, two th- in this past season, he ended up missing 11 games due to a torn meniscus. Uh, but when he played, he averaged 16 points a game, 3.3 rebounds, 2.1 assists, and was, a- was averaging 45% from the field and 24% from the three-point line. So in 2020, he played Colin Sexton played in 60 games and averaged 24.3 points, 4.4 assists, 3.1 rebounds, uh, and 45% from the field and 37% from the three-point line. So the so the so the Utah Jazz definitely get can 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 unlock some potential from Colin Sexton. He could possibly end up being the guy in in Utah. So it's 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 quite interesting. It's quite interesting how the how the Utah Jazz have completely turned this thing around. Where they, it's a possibility. I don't. I don't. I just looking at their roster because I was looking at Laurie Markin Markin. He can he could possibly be inserted into that starting lineup, and he he can he can he can average about fifteen get you about fifteen points a game. Uh, he can definitely space the floor with his ability to shoot the basketball. Do I give can, are the Jazz going to end up making the playoffs again in 2022? I'm going to say no because you have a lot of competition, a lot of competition in the Western Conference, uh, and it starts at the top with the with the with the Golden State Warriors in the in the Memphis Grizzlies. Obviously, the Los Angeles Lakers are probably going to be in the mix. I would throw Phoenix in the mix. Um. Oh, the Clippers for sure are going to be in the mix. I don't know why I keep on forgetting about the Clippers, but uh, it's it, it's 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 going to be tough. It, it's 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 definitely going to be tough. I don't I don't think I don't think the the Utah Jazz are ready now for Cleveland. Definitely for sure, they're 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 definitely going to be in in playoff contention. Now, are we talking about championships? No, I, I'll probably say they're about maybe. Uh, They'll they'll earn a playoff berth, but I think they'll end up taking they'll end up taking their 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 one and done. They'll be one and done in the playoffs. They'll definitely be one and done in the playoffs. I don't think they can. They don't have. I don't think they have enough 
for them to go deep against some of these other teams in the Eastern Conference, dealing with the Milwaukee Bucks, dealing with the Boston Celtics, uh, dealing with the Philadelphia 76ers. So I I I I just don't see I just don't see the um the being serious a serious threat in the Eastern Conference. But real quick, uh the Baltimore Ravens mascot ended up having a knee injury, so he'll end up end up missing the remainder of the season. They are looking to find a possible replacement for this season. So if you guys are interested, uh I never thought about becoming a mascot. Like it would what what would that be like? Uh so if you're interested, hey to each his own, you go ahead and uh, check that one out. But that's it for this edition of the Not for the Bay podcast. Uh, be sure to go ahead and hit that like button, subscribe button, most definitely share. Be sure to follow us on our social media pages, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, TikTok. This is Not for Debate. And this is Devore. I'm up out of here, man. You can look me in my eyes and you know I'm up to something. Yep, 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 yep. Ain't no fucking guess that feel like Tyreek ain't no puppet. Like the heavens need an angel just for studying Yeah, you know it's always a vibe When some real ones collide Gotta keep some people around who know how to survive Hustling like a nigga just arrived Around the clock a nigga losing sense of time I done been through some shit Yeah, I have been through some shit But I get through it for what it's worth Can't show no love if the respect don't come first Can't pay no mind Look me in my eyes and you know I'm up to something Ain't no love lost, I just move how I move